Hey queen, welcome to the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast, where we get real, honest, open, and transparent about the everyday journey of being the queen we are destined to be. There is no holding back as we have intimate conversations about where we come from, where we are, and where we are going in our lives, personally, professionally, and everywhere in between as we build the queendoms of our lives. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast. I am your girl, Davina, and I am so excited that you decided to turn tune in to this episode of the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast. I shouldn't say I'm excited. I should say I am very grateful that you decided to tune in. Um, so before we even start with, with me bringing on my guests, I just wanted to tell you guys all happy new year. I hope your holiday was everything. I know mine was nice and relaxing. So I just hope that everybody's doing well, being doing being healthy. Um, and yeah, so um, before, like I said, I bring on my guests, don't forget to like this video, comment. I know this is going to be pre-recorded, but definitely still comment, you know, if you feel the need to, if you hear something throughout this interview. Um, yeah, so without further ado, I'm going to bring on my guest. All right. So, yes. So tonight I have with me my divine guest, Miss Kina. Um, and we are going to get into another divinely crowned conversation. So before we start, I would love for her to introduce herself. So go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, Miss Kina. Okay. Hello, everyone. First and foremost, thank you for inviting me. It is such yes. an honor. Um, welcome in 2023 together. This yes. is such an honor. I'm extremely grateful. Yes. Um, I My name is Marquina, but I go by Kina. Yes. <laughs> and that's my nickname. Yes. And I am from Erie, PA. Whoop, whoop. However, I have been living in Philadelphia for eight years wow. already. Exactly. Eight years. Eight years as of the first. Oh my I, gosh. Congratulations. That's huge. It is. It's major. Yes. I still can't believe it, but it's been eight years. Wow. Yeah, that is. Okay, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there you have it. That's my name. Yes. yes. I've been here for eight years. Um, I'm excited. We'll get, into, I, we'll get into more as the interview goes on. As so, the interview moves along. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So um, I always like to kind of give a background with how I know my guests because um, I mostly I know all of them in some way, most of my guests. So for Kina and I, um, we actually went to school together, Strong Vincent Colonels, uh, I know way back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then I believe we went to Edinburgh for a little bit. And yeah. then we just been connected since um, in some way. I remember we were, it was a curl fest. I forget. Tommy, 
2018, I think. 2018. And I remember being in line with my sisters. It was our first time in New York City. Um, And there was this big natural hair curl fest. And who do I see? Mind you, this curl fest is huge. Thousands. Thousands of people in New York City. People of color. Yes. And who do I see in line? Actually, she had a curl fest shirt on. Kina, like, tell my sister, isn't that Kina from Yes, yeah, that was me doing the most. Yes, and we took a picture, and then we just started following each other, I believe, on, like, Instagram, mm-hmm. and just connected, just yeah. in some way connected, yes. cheering each other on, and so as I'm, like, making my list of queens I wanted to get on my podcast Kina was definitely somebody I was like, oh, yeah, I want to hear about her journey. Um, Like she said, she's um, been living in Philly for eight years. And so I'm like, I know she got a story that maybe and will. Well, I'm not maybe I know will inspire someone. So that is why I definitely got you on here. And I'm so excited to get into this conversation and just hear about your journey. So. Do you have anything to say before I? Because I just got real long winded. Yes, that, that was, you. You took me back. Okay. I'm like, oh, that happened. Oh, that yeah. happened. Mrs. Forever doing something, but never thinks anything is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I did work at Curl Fest a couple times. Yes, like, oh yeah, like yeah. Listen, that means you got a lot going on. So low key. It's just really, I'm so low key. It's okay. Well, we might, we might have, we might be bringing you out. 2023 might be yeah, starting off real. Out the crown. Yes, we got our <laughs> crowns. I was telling Kina before we got on here, like, man, this is the first time I think, if I, if I can remember, this is the first time I've actually had my natural hair out since I started. And it's shorter, so I'm like getting used to it. So that's a whole nother thing. But and it's something else to celebrate. Yes, I told you I have this problem. I'm always looking for a reason to celebrate. Like, oh, we got our curls out today too. Yes, we got our curls. Well, Kina, show them what you got. Show them what you got for those who will be watching this on live. There you go. She got her black girl magic Riesling. Listen, this and is I told a her, get it out. We are celebrating a new year. We're celebrating our natural hair. We're celebrating us. Okay. That is, <laughs> so that I, is not a task. Listen, I don't have any tonight. I got my water because we 2023, we're going to drink more water. We are wine. drinking more water. I have my water right there. <laughs> we're as well. drinking more water and celebrating with more wine. Okay. Yes. And I had to go pop that because it's been sitting over there looking at me for some Listen, time. Listen, you deserve it. You deserve no, it. No, I'm celebrating you. Okay. <laughs> we gonna talk about it. So let's get into this conversation because this is about you and highlighting your journey. So um, Divinely Crowned Conversations is all about having real, honest, open, and transparent conversations about the everyday journey of being the queen we are destined to be. Um, so when I always start these conversations, conversations. I always like to start at the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning, where we come from. And because it's where we come from, where we are and where we're going. So you said you're from Erie. So tell me what young Kina was like. Well, back then you was Markina. Okay. Cause you yes. said, no, I have elevated into just yes. Kina. Not just Kina. I've elevated into Kina. So yes. tell me what young Markina was like in growing up in Erie, PA. I 
I am your textbook middle child. Okay. Um, I have tons of siblings. Yes. I love them all. Um, but I'm the textbook middle child. I was always independent, always just super chill, like hanging out with friends. I was the top, for me, I was the girl with the most friends at one point. Mm. Um, <laughs> then adulthood occurs and, you know, <laughs> folks just start flying. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was just, I was super chill. Yeah. Um, I really didn't care for a lot of, to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. And I'm, at first I thought that was something new for me growing up. And I'm like, no, this goes back to your youth. You know, yeah. I really didn't like large crowds. Mm. So I was just always chill. Then I popped into adolescence. And that's when I think I came, I met you. I ended up going to school on the West side because I'm from the East side. And <laughs> it was just very different for me, but I made it um, successfully. Yeah. <laughs> um, Vincent was a little different for me, but it was cool. Yeah. Went to Edinburgh by default. <laughs> I always was that girl that I always knew I wanted more. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted out, even at a young age. Uh, yeah. I just I just wanted to be in the culture. And I in didn't feel the culture. I didn't feel represented home. You okay. Know? And I knew that at a young age. And I say it with so much passion because I'm so grateful to see the changes that people have done in the community. But at a young age, I was just like, this, I don't, I don't fit in here. Mm. I'm really different. So um, I had an aunt. Well, I have an aunt. Uh, she lived in Pittsburgh at the time. She lived in Philadelphia at the time. Uh, so I would travel to see her. So mm. I was that her baby at the time. She had no children. I was her baby. And I was exposed to Philly at such a young age. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Wow. I've never seen this many black people. Yeah. I have never been able to ride in a car and listen to rap and R&B all day. Yeah. I mean, this is back in the day, like not to age myself, but it was, I'm, I just turned 34, so it's not ha- like- Yes, I should <laughs> celebrate you. Happy belated birthday. Yeah. Yes. But it was at a, such a young age, I just knew I was like, oh my wow. goodness. We live in the same state? Yeah. Like, sure? And just the exposure to the culture, to people, to different style, different levels of expression. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you yeah, count me in. Just give me a minute. Let me get through this real quick. I'll be down here. I love and- I made it happen. So as a young girl, I knew I would find my way back. Even if that was just the starting point, I knew I would find my way back. Wow. And I did. Wow. So when do you think you, like, at what, like, when you say younger, like, what age were you when you, I know you said probably, like, all your life, but, like, what age were you when you were, like, feeling like that? I was coming to Philly at about, I was around 11. Wow. 11 okay. years old. I was around, it was around 12 years old. And I'm in love with the arts. I'm in mm. love with music. I'm in love with, not to say anything creative, but just about yeah. the creative arts. I have a huge, um, I'm just so grateful for them. I have a huge love for it. Yeah. And I was falling in love with the murals. I was falling in love with just the culture. Yeah. It was such a beautiful experience. So I would say about 11 or 12. Okay. I remember even, it might've been a little younger than that, but I remember even hearing Erica Badu for the first time. Yes. Ooh, yes. And I was like, who 
is this? I wasn't going through a thing in the world, but I was able to resonate with Erica. Listen. So I discovered neo soul music. Yeah. You know, and it was just so many things. Like, I mean, even talking about it is bringing chills to me about how I knew at such a young age. I'm like, oh, this place is different. Mm. I can listen to music all day. I can get on the TV and watch black music videos all day. Yeah. And I'm not saying nothing outside of the BET because BET has shows. They had this and that. Oh, but yeah. That was the thing here. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want parts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, listen, we haven't, we haven't even scratched the surface I of know. this conversation. You're taking me back. Like, I never even thought to bring that up, but I love that it. How, that is how I ended up here. Um, yeah. Yes. So, so when we talk about like manifestation, which that word is, Fairly new, new yeah. word, shall I say? Yeah. But I've been doing that since I was younger. Yeah. Not even realizing it. Yes. More so, so going back about it. Yeah. So going back to your when you're talking about being young and you know being that middle child and things like that. So do you feel like because you were maybe the in, independent middle child? Because I'm a middle. Well, I'm like. I'm the middle child, but I feel like I'm double middle because it's my older sister who's the oldest. The oldest mm-hmm. is the oldest. And then there's my my brother who is middle, but he's the only boy. And then my mm-hmm. younger sister is the baby. So it's like, That's I'm really the middle child. So yeah. I know my experience was, yes, I want to be independent. I kind of feel like I'm like not as highlighted at times. And maybe I was like so independent that I was highlighted for being independent, you know, independent people be the ones that get in trouble the most. <laughs> so do you feel like that sense of desire for like the arts and things like that came from being a middle child or is it just like, tell me, tell me a little bit more about like how being the middle child kind of maybe even shaped you into where you were going. That's a good point. As far as the exposure to the arts and creativity, um, no, I would give that back to the community in Erie. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up oh, yes, going to the Erie Art House. I grew up going to programs like um, with Mrs. Carol Troop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we go back. Yes, yes. <laughs> I grew up similar to like the JFK. And it was, I think mm-hmm. I believe it was called Project Engage. It was so okay. Up, but I grew up going to those kind of community programs that I love, you know. Yeah. So yeah. those, that's how the experience with some of the arts came into play. Yeah. Um, okay. And as far as the middle child, I had two other two younger brothers, and I had okay. two older sisters in my home. So it was like my mom worried about them, and then she worried about them, but I didn't make that much noise. Yeah. You know, I, I was not the problem child. Yeah. So, like you said, you made a good point. Like, damn, I was so independent. You know, I was always doing my own thing. Okay. Like I was not that person that worried the family. Yeah, God <laughs> and it's bless still you. Like that to this day. That's good. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm sure they are too. Because they are oh. very, very proud of me. Yes. They are. But I learned a lot about different roles and relationships through yes. that. Yes, it definitely did. So while it's not the easiest to this day for me to open up and express myself. Mm-hmm. I think I, I would say that highlights from back from being a middle child of mm-hmm. just like, I figured it out. 
I was I was an independent thinker. Like yeah. if I needed something, going into adolescence, coming from girlhood, I figured it out. Figured it out. Yes. My mom still to this day is just like, you never talked to me about X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, my I already processed that, you know. But then honestly, as a as a daughter, yeah. I'm like, darn, there's a certain role I have to play here. Like I have oh. to let her in on certain things. Yeah. It's not that like, oh, you're my mom. I don't want to tell you my business. I'm learning to. Ooh. open up about certain things that yeah. I don't feel is of importance, but yeah. this is my role as a daughter. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's something that I'm working on. Man. Yeah. So, wow. With you even saying that, um, so, cause I was going to even ask like, you know, how was your relationship with your siblings? But you even talk about touching on, you know, realizing I need to open up as an adult now, like to my mom more. I was like, the same way and I don't know there's other things that maybe kept me from being more open because I did come from a a family that was really faith-based and things like that so that's another layer because it's like Mm -hmm. I want to be free and I want to learn on my Mm -hmm. own and I love Jesus but I want to do my own thing (laughs) but it wasn't for me until I had kids where I realized oh I need my mom like I need to open up to her and now she knows all my business okay Mm -hmm. well Within reason, (laughs) within reason. But you're saying, you know, like, because you were so independent and you kind of were like that, I'm figuring it out because they're all my other siblings are getting the attention or they they're the ones that kind of need that. But you're saying like now I'm figuring out like how to have a more intimate, would you say? Definitely a more intimate relationship. Yes. Can you touch on that more? Because I guess we don't. That's interesting because I feel like we don't. I don't, I've never thought of that as like, you know, I know we like keep our secrets, like I said, from our mom, but our parents and stuff sometimes, because we don't want them like telling us their opinion, but like, what does that look like? Or maybe you can encourage somebody else that might be trying to figure that out as well. Sure. Okay. So I actually, this is actually one of my goals in therapy. Okay. So um, I'm learning to be a lot more connected and present in certain relationships because mm, it varies okay. you know one person to get this side of you this version of you another fo- folks yeah. with that side of you yeah. so that's something that i'm working on um as far as my me and my mother that's that's it it's just learning to be more open um, mm-hmm. communicate more often so just being present because that is her right i'm yeah. still her all of her children are her babies don't yeah. get started like yeah. they're all her babies <laughs> but i'm just like I'm the one with no children and mm-hmm. I felt or sometimes didn't feel as though she understood my lifestyle because why are you in New York? Why are you in Florida? Why are you in Houston? Why are you doing these things? And I'm like, why wouldn't I be? Right. But I had to come to terms with my mom was a teen mom. Mm. You know? So from adolescence, she was wiping booties and yeah. honey, I have stuff to do. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like I don't want to say it like no. oh, okay good I'm glad really you did so it's just like mom I'm just doing me and she yeah. did not understand it for so long and now she's understanding it because I had to realize my mom never had this opportunities that yeah. I have yeah she's never been able to live the way I have mm-hmm. and that's why she didn't get it, it you yeah. know coming from Erie it's just like everything was unsafe to her yeah. Everything was yeah. just like, where you at? What you doing? And why? And I'm like, oh, you only know what I tell you. If you only yeah. know what you 
Because look, I'll be out here living on a what? No. Listen, you yes. know. Wow. Protection. But yeah, it, it's just, I had to come to terms with it like that. Like, wow, it's a possibility she may not understand because she's never had this experience. And yeah. I've never had the experiences that she has had, that's you know? Which, so that's where we found, yeah. where I found common ground. I'm like, let me let her in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And now I feel like that also helps her be able to like sometimes live because I know we, I think our generation is a, we're doing a lot of curse breaking and that's, that's with traveling. That's with, you know, taking a chance and moving out of our cities and quitting our job nine to fives and like all these things that our parents didn't grow up understanding. So it's definitely a generational gap that is like hard to understand for them to understand. And like I listen to my parents, I listen, I live with my parents. So sometimes I listen to them talk and it's like, oh, we're teaching them though, but it's oh, yes. it takes time. And for you to say, because I do feel like in the midst of us doing these generational curse breakings, sometimes we don't have us enough empathy for our older generation we just think they're supposed to get it y'all need to just get with it but if they only grew up a certain way mm-hmm. and now they have this whole new way of thinking in so many ways technology all these things and we're just expecting them to get it because they get it but for you to say you know what you're right my mom this she doesn't. This is new to her. Let me be a little bit more gracious and behave with her, and me, you know. So I, I think that's beautiful because I don't like. I said I don't think that sometimes we give our older generation that that understanding as well as we want understanding, but we got to give them understanding that it's going to take them a minute to wrap their heads around taking chances and things like that. So that's that's beautiful. Yes, it was in very when I had that aha moment. I was like, okay, you know what? Grace and mercy is what saved me, is what got me here, is why I'm still here. I definitely can extend it to the closest person I'm connected to. Yeah. And not even realizing at the time that maybe I was causing some level of damage in a relationship Mm. because, we again, we don't look at it like that. I'm just like, mom, I'm just so low-key, your mom. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's your mother. Yes. Like, no. If anything happens, they're calling her first, you know, Mm -hmm. so let me just allow her. I can't believe I'm talking about this. This is, <laughs> which is a great thing because like, you know, it can help someone else. It, but it does. It is, it does. It's like you really, and like you said earlier, we're teaching them and it's the roles are reversed right now. I got the upper hand. You do. Yes, I do. I have the upper hand. <laughs> she called me today and was like, you know, where's your next, I call my little getaways key ventures, you know. I love it. You want to go to Vegas? I was like, Mom, I'm in a session. I'm I'm working with I'm at work right now. I'm helping someone. I'll call you back. Oh, okay. And I'm like, must be nice to call someone at 2 30 p.m. Maybe <laughs> you want to go to Vegas. Yes. I was like, wow. It's just interesting right now. It, it really is. is. This is beautiful. Like, like I said, with these conversations, I just love when they flow because we they don't do. know. And and for you to even be like, wow, like I didn't think about this and I'm, I can't believe I'm talking about this and I do believe it this is encouraging and inspiring me for me because like like I said I live with my parents and I'm this entrepreneur now and 
you know, I've de- my mom has a very strong, my parents have very strong entrepreneur yes. spirits, but in the same, in the same sense, they also have it like, I don't even know how to put it. Like my entrepreneurship and my sisters is really extreme. Like we're really like we wanted to do something and we're like doing it and it's like kind of almost out of the norm. So it's like, yes, they have that spirit, but it's like within a certain mm-hmm. kind of box. So it's awesome to see like even how I'm able to share my experience of growing a business the way I am because my mom started with like home daycare. Mm-hmm. And so that was something like everybody was doing, but like mine is like, I feel like very radical in how I'm growing a business. So, but watching her be inspired and like you said I got the upper hand like I'm like teaching her like no this is how you do stuff and you know so it's just so it's so awesome so I want to get you have so many things that I want to just pull out of what you were talking about okay well one thing shout out to the Paisley sisters because (laughs) I mean not even just the sisters like I think I knew your mom before I knew it was your mom and I know you probably hear this a lot but like my mother went to school with your mother. So she really? was like, yes. So when she saw Annalie get honored from Crystal's event, she was like, I didn't know. I was like, mom, this lady is so nice. She said, Kina, she's been like that since we were younger. And I was like, that must be a blessing to have that same spirit, yes. you know, from yes. youth to adulthood. Now her daughters are walking around with that same spirit. It's just, that's a blessing. So Thank shout out to the family you. because we love y'all. Thank you. We love you. We know for real. Like, oh, I can't wait till this drops, by the way. Because I was like, people don't even know. It's they like don't, a celebrity. They really don't even know. <laughs> they really it. don't even know. So thank you. I appreciate that. So you, like I said, you have so many things I want to pull out okay, of, okay, your, okay. of every of your journey. Okay. So before we kind of go into this, this where you're kind of at. I want to talk a little bit more about this um, kind of cultural difference. Like you said, even that you've seen like Erie has changed, but growing up, you were talking about how like you didn't see, like you didn't fit in here. I'm assuming as a black little girl mm-hmm. and, and even with you saying that like earlier, just saying like, you know, I just felt like, you know, I just didn't feel like this was where I was supposed to be or like there was no culture here. I grew up mostly in church, Mm -hmm. so it was diverse, um, but for you to kind of say like, you know, you've, like, I don't feel like I had like that soulful experience. It's so funny. Like I have, one of my friends is always like asking me if I saw certain movies that were like (laughs) black movies growing up. And I did it. Like, I'm like, no, like, or like, it's sad. My, my parents... I'm like, whatever. But either way, like that cultural difference and that longing you were having as this little black girl that now it seems like you're getting like, can you touch a little bit about like growing up in Erie and not feeling like you had that culture, that 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 black culture, let's be real, versus where you're at now and those experiences? Sure. I don't want to give that too much energy, but I okay. definitely want to touch base. Yeah. Okay. So, um. As a young girl, I was really close to my grandparents. I was Mm kind of like raised by them a little bit as well. And just being in a community, not even realizing that we were kind of 
initially raised in poverty, not even mm. understanding that this is poverty because this okay. is what we were experiencing. Yeah. So now into adulthood, looking back, like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Coming back home and this is thing I do when I come back. Um, <laughs> you don't gotta share it if you. Know. I, it's fine because it humbles me. Yeah. And I'm not even saying I'm anywhere near the way I will be living in the future. Say that. Never, um, I ride past at least one of my old homes. Mm-hmm. Every time I ride past the old streets or I drive past the house or, and I'm just like, yeah, it's so eerie. Yeah. Yeah. The energy is <laughs> different. Yeah. So just to not have that excess of black excellence at such mm-hmm. a young age or that exposure to it, I'm going to use that keyword exposure mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. It was like, so being up under my aunt or coming up under her, um, and she was my everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw her young, beautiful woman, went to Pitt, left Pitt, graduated, went to Philly, phenomenal professional, yeah. um, great woman. Just that was my exposure. That was my first yeah. year natural support exposure. And that is how I got to see the way I wanted to live. I was yeah. exposed to it by that. Mm. So I got to have the exposure of black excellence, you know, and that's and that's a, a personal thing, like how everyone yeah. defines success differently. Yeah. yeah. Black excellence can be dis- defined. Oh, that's good. As well. That's good. Ooh. You know, because I, I like that. Because that is true. Like you, because. That is very true. Like there's when you see some people may see it as like very prestigious. That's black excellence. And some people may see it like the rappers and stuff like that. To them, that's black excellence. So, wow, I never really thought of it like that. Come on with all these gems. It took a while for me to even accept that until somebody brought it to my attention. One of my Mm. homegirls was just like, you have no idea. Just to see you like living your life the way you desire, you know, and, and you may not be where you want to be, but mm-hmm. just to see you exhibiting this level of exuberating this level of black excellence and freedom. And I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. OK, but then no. I'm like, no, I am. Yeah, yeah, I am. I I do feel as though like having a certain level of freedom is luxury to me. Yeah. Oh, it is. It, it is. And I, it is Come on, and Emma Robert. Mm, yeah. I don't base it off of money. I don't base right. it off of employment or, mm-hmm. like, you know, like I said earlier, everyone's level of success is personal. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm like, okay, this is my story. This is my journey. And mm-hmm. I don't want to get so caught up in the journey yeah you know because i'm faith-filled and i know i know that the the real thing is the destination you know mm-hmm. i know where wherever i end up that was that's what success will look like to me yes so oh, I love <laughs> this this is giving me it's just filling me up i love it so i already knew this was gonna be like this because you just are black excellence to me oh, okay so yeah no, i'm so i don't even want to get started because i'll take over but i'm so i'll start interviewing you but i'm so rooting for you from thank the you two five. like i've been rooting for you for a while i've been watching 
I know you have. <laughs> and that is why you were on this yes. because I am like, this is an honor because you let, I'll tell you, you, when I kind of, this was like a few years ago, Kina, I had first started Divinely Crown. I think I might've even still been as Divinely Plus, which was me the just in part. Mm -hmm. And you sent me an article random. I'm like, I didn't realize you was like following me like that. Like, you know how you follow somebody, but you sent me like, hey, I want to show you this article. Beyonce had like just had it, I think her tour or something and she was talking about her weight and how like and all this stuff and you sent me that I'm like first of all wow thanks for thinking of me but it's just like I just I've always loved you just I appreciate so it no definitely yeah. I'm definitely rooting for your success like thank this is going to be part good. of the experience Thank you. So listen, so you, I want to talk, talk real quick again about what you were saying um, with the black excellence and like coming back home and all these things, because the, just today or yesterday, I was telling my mom, I grew up in a two parent household. My dad and mom both work, but we definitely struggled. And I told her, I was like, listen, my kids, my kids are 10 and seven. And they've never had to see mm -hmm. what they don't even know what struggle looks like. They ask for something and they are blessed enough to mostly get it unless they're in trouble. And I definitely believe that Erie has changed a lot from where we were with like seeing the black excellence. And I will say that, you know, my sister and my sisters and their, their um, colleagues uh, uh, organization, Erie's black wall street has done a lot to change yes. the black community like really i before we got on here i was telling you like about our black awards like this is stuff we would have never thought would happen and I, even for me i i wanted to move i want i still want to move but i've wanted to move since i graduated high school i ended up having my daughter and everything but like i'm like i want more i want to see more i want to do more and i still want that but seeing these new things come that are just now coming, which is sad to say, it's like, okay, we have some potential, but we still have mm -hmm. so long to go. But I love, like, even you just came back within the last year and yes, definitely. that back into the city by, you know, you were at a women's um, lunch. Was that a breakfast or a lunch? Yes, um, from the Taste and See Women. Yes, I was so happy. I was like, <laughs> what is she doing here? But yeah, so for you to even be able to say like, you know what, even though, I grew out of this place. I, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm still going to come pour back into my city by pouring into my friends that are still here. Yeah. By reaching out when you see things happen, like you message me. I just, another thing. I had this event. I get a voice message from Keen. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. I was like, she's like, we are rooting for you in Philly. I was like, I, stop. But yes, so for you to even being willing, because some people turn leave and don't look back. But for you to say, like, you know, I'm still going to root for these people. I still want the best for them. Like, I think that speaks volumes as well. So thank you. Absolutely. That. And I wish I could support it all. I know there are ways you can support more often, but it's never like I, I just want to touch base on this because mm -hmm. when I made the comment earlier, like, you know, coming from poverty, because we all know oh. that Erie is a city of poverty. I oh, would, yeah. But in my home that I did experience black excellence, but to me, that's where we go back to going right. to what I defined it as. Yes. So that was my exposure, you know, with my aunt, et cetera. But yes. just now, like seeing 
all y'all doing these beautiful things. I'm just like, I cannot get enough. And the fact that I actually have some sort of a connection to, to you all is just yeah. even more beautiful. Like for Crystal to take off. And yeah. I remember her telling me like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And just to see how beautiful her journey has been with Taste yes. and Speed. So when she did ask me to come and support, too easy. Like, yes. she's a dear friend. Yes. And I made it happen. So it's, I'm just so, I'm just so proud. proud. I well, really am proud. Yeah, are doing numbers up there. And it's not easy. It's <laughs> like, not easy. We are still breaking a lot. We're breaking a lot of barriers and it's not easy. So for you to be, um, you know, like on the outside looking in and and being in a city that is thriving and, and has all these great things going on. My parents were just there a few weeks ago in the fashion district, I guess. There's oh, like, yes. yeah. So they're like, oh, we love it there. But um, just for you to be able to say like, listen, you guys are doing a little, some, some, little, some big city stuff now. So good job. But like, we appreciate when people do that because it, it, it shows that we're on the right track. So I love it. So you go ahead. I just feel like with that, like the big city things are on the right track. It's just like, it can big be big city things, but it's, it's your mindset. Like Mm. I told you specifically, like your event is what the city needed from a woman's perspective, from a black woman's perspective, Mm. from a creative perspective. Like Mm -hmm. you probably brought people together that couldn't wait to get dressed up. Couldn't Mm -hmm. wait to, network couldn't wait to connect mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. another thing like having that small city mindset living in a larger city we have to teach ourselves so many things i bet and networking was one of them yeah i'm still teaching myself how to network appropriately i'm still teaching myself how to do so many things but yeah it's all a part of the journey it's all a part of the journey oh yes this is some good <laughs> stuff right here so you were talking about um you were in a session. What what is your background? Um, like okay. Go ahead. So I and, and I don't like I don't yeah, go ahead. Whatever you want to share. Sure. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, what is your profession? I don't know what I was gonna say, what is your I don't know what I was gonna say, but yeah, what is your profession? <laughs> helping folks. No, I'm helping folks. <laughs> So I work in behavioral health, mental health, okay. um, social work, all that good, good. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yes. it, it comes super duper natural. Yes. It comes really super duper natural. But I'm in a space of actually to be transparent. I in 2020, I was about to walk away from it all. Mm, I bet. Not even just because of the pandemic. This was before the pandemic. Okay. That was my 2020 plan of like, okay, I'm done working. I'm going to put on my backpack and travel <laughs> and do all of these things. That was my plan. Yeah. I was in Houston, um, end of January, early February, Super Bowl. And I'm like, yeah, it's official. I made my mind up. I'm going to do this. Come back, pandemic, take off. And I'm just like, what is this? I, I didn't get this memo, you know? Yeah. So I had to sit down and I'm like, ooh, we, if I didn't have a spiritual relationship that I have, I wouldn't have been able to listen. Mm. A month or so go by, I get into the company that I've been manifesting for four or five years. Come on. In, and I'm like, wow, God, I heard you. Heard you literally. You know how they say like, heard, yeah, heard, I heard you. you. And 
I was like, all right, you know, this is the year of not doing what I want to do. 2019 was my year of doing what I want to do because I did okay. it all. 2020 was doing what I needed to do. Mm. And I've been in this company. I'm having, an, I'm growing, I'm learning, elevating, all of that. Yes. And so now that I have was able to get a hold on this, as far as I want to say career wise, as of late 2022, I'm just like, I miss, I miss being out creating. I miss being networking and, you know, doing my events yes. and just being on the scene. I miss it, but I can be honest with you and say, I had to take a couple steps back. Yeah. Mm. I did. I had to take a couple of steps back because I'm just like, things were coming at me fast. Mm -hmm. And that is what I mean by I had to teach myself so many things. I'm still teaching myself balance, still <laughs> teaching myself balance. And I know yeah. I'm preaching to the choir. Listen, that word, oh, balance. Yeah. And I'm a whole Libra. <laughs> And I'm a Sagittarius. We going after what we want. Like, right. You know, it's, um, it's, I don't want to keep overusing the word experience, but it's, it can no, be but it can be also rewarding. It's all, it's all about your mindset and, yeah. you know, how you want to look, how, how you want to change the narrative. So having that time to sit down with myself, I'm like, okay, let's focus on aligning your career really quickly, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. then once you get that unlocked, you can go and do X, Y, and Z, you know? Yes. Because yes. you have a brand as well, right? I do. I do have a baby. Um, Tell me what your baby is about. I'm a thing. My baby been sitting for some time now. It has. <laughs> What's the name? Busy Being Brown. Yes. Busy Being Brown. Uh, we go back. We go back. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, go ahead. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you go ahead. You want to talk about it? Definitely. That would be okay. disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So first let's, let's talk real quick about um, your profession in, and we don't have to get deep, Okay. but I want to talk because mental health is very big for me. I'm very <laughs> vocal as a mom, as first and foremost, as a woman as a black woman, as a mom, as somebody that has been in, ha had been in a very toxic relationship. I'm very, I'm a huge advocate for mental health, for therapy and things like that. So being in the mental health profession, um, tell me like, or tell the people, what is it, what is it, your, your advice maybe, or your take on you know, getting therapy and being mentally aware and having mental health awareness as a black woman at, as well. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know that's like a lot of layers. It, I was like, yes. But this is what I do. Yeah. I'm, this moment is mine right now. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Share away, sister. <laughs> you have to think about it I like this. My mother is a nurse by profession. Okay. Um, you know, if we needed anything, she knew how to do everything. Mm -hmm. And so we don't take care of ourselves as Black folks mm -hmm. because of our resilience. Everything is so normal mm. to us. Everything is so normal. And you touched earlier, earlier on it, like we're changing the narrative. You know, we're, we're switching things up. The generations are different mm -hmm. and we have to take care of ourselves because yes. our capacities are different. 
Yeah. Our exposure is different. Mm-hmm. And I look at it as like all other moving parts. Mm-hmm. We'll go for a tummy ache. We'll go if we break a wrist. We'll go for, um, I just don't know what's going on, but I'm not feeling right. It's the same thing. Yeah. You have to go and connect to your mind, to a therapist or excuse me, some type of care mm-hmm. for your well-being. I don't mm-hmm. want to just say therapist because there are other levels of care. Yeah. Yeah. However, just taking into account by acknowledging that I am a working and work in progress. And this mm-hmm. is my well-being. Health, mental health is health. This is how I yeah. explain it to my patients. Like, please yeah. remove the narrative that it's for white people. Mm-hmm. Please remove the narrative that is for people with money. Mm. Oh, wow. That's a whole nother story. I didn't know that. That yeah. I never knew that was a thing. Like, people thought, Nothing's well, it's only rich You know, the, the yeah. access, to, access yeah. to mental health and uh, behavioral health care. Nothing's yeah. free. Yeah. So that's another barrier. It's just so many stigmas, but I just want us to know that the care, care is care. Mm-hmm. Mental health is health. Mm-hmm. For me, I will touch base on, and I, um, I'm the first person in my position in my company, and it's a huge company, um, ranked. <laughs> but <Great. laughs> go ahead and poke your chest out, Queen. Yes, I'm the first person in my position where. I am able to connect my patients who come to a um, to primary care, which is your PCP, mm-hmm. to that level of care um, and it on site. So it's okay. a pretty big deal. Like you're coming yeah. in, but you're also going to be screened and connected to services for your well-being, for your mental health. Yeah, that is so major. And it yes. came at a time where we needed we needed this program the most. Yeah. While the program has been created for some time ago, for me to be offer this position during the pandemic mm. it was so divinely on time yeah and i switched my narrative about it some time ago i switched my mind and i'm like wow what better time to capture these children and adolescents school shut down mm-hmm. they don't have access to the guidance counselors nobody knows what's going on the teachers mm. don't have can't lay eyes on them mm-hmm. you know do the virtual learning so we all know the one place they were going to to hospitals and doctors yeah, yeah. so I was able, we were able to capture that and connect them that way. And it was just, it was just so beautiful. Yes. And I can imagine that's very rewarding for you to be a part because that's huge. It is very much so um, groundbreaking. I I don't look at it like this, but my leadership often reminds me how much of a trailblazer I am. And I'm just Mm. like, like, I've been doing this. And I'm like, no, this is a trailblazing opportunity. Like I am. Thanks. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank (laughs) you for being the voice and and being a trailblazer because that is some powerful. Listen, you you a divine queen. Okay. I love it. it. Like, and I my friends probably get sick of me, but I'm the one that just like, do you need help finding yourself a therapist? Because you can't keep tugging on me. Mm. I will help you. Yeah. I will lead you in the right direction, but it's what's needed to be done. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it. It's Not okay to have someone sort it out for you or to mm-hmm. give you the tools that will sort it out and just how to manage. It's okay. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. You take your car to the mechanic. 
Exactly. And that thing be running till <laughs> we run longer than cars. So we need to be. Oh, I love this. I hope these gems that you are dropping, especially about mental health awareness, especially in this new year. Um, right now, I we've said like, I know I've posted, my sister's posted a few other friends about like, listen, I know we got goals. Everybody got goals. But right now, we're first of all in the sad months. Take time. Take care of your mental. Be gentle with yourself. Things like that. So with that being said, what are some some what's some advice you can give people right now as we are going through the winter months where a lot of people you know, are depressed and, and stuff. So what is and some advice you might give somebody who uh, might be struggling right now? I love this question. Um, mm. You want to get back to the things that bring you joy. Mm -hmm. And it may sound like, oh yeah, this, that's things that bring me joy. Ooh. No, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm serious. They should be closer to you than you, than they should be farther than from yeah. you. They yeah. should be extremely closer to you. So remind yourself of the things that bring you joy. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, simple as I have dance parties. Mm -hmm. Same, um, same. I love to read. I love yeah. connecting with like-minded individuals. Mm -hmm. And I love books, you yeah. know, um, yeah. just getting back to community and the things that bring you joy. And right. we, one thing we know about this time of year is that it's coming. Yeah. So you have to prepare. Prepare. And this also is a year, excuse me, a time of year that our money look funny. Yeah. <laughs> so while I want to yes. go out shopping with all of these sales and yeah. go crazy on Zara right now, yeah. I know that that's not best for me. <laughs> I love Zara. I, mean, I love the boutiques. I yes. love it. Yeah. It's not best for me. Yeah. And I had to find other ways to be responsible for my joy. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would definitely say get in community. Yeah. Um, have a toolbox. I call it my toolbox of things that I, I like it. to do. And I've it. also created a sanctuary within. Yes. Space. Yes. That's the freest thing you can do. Yes. It's, oh, yes. That because my whole lot. Listen, I used to be like, oh, I'm so extroverted but I, I don't know if it's the pandemic or what but I'm like I like being home I don't want to leave I want to be in my room in my sanctuary and just yes so I think that is some great advice and I hope that whoever listens to us can can take that advice um because it's I'm gonna use some of it for sure <laughs> and just knowing that this time will pass mm -hmm. it's going yes. to pass and yeah so Getting back to what brings you joy or having that mm -hmm. close to you, um, being mindful of the time that we are in. It's yeah. not going to last forever. Yeah. And just you might even discover new habits or hobbies mm -hmm. that you that you need yeah. for survival. Yeah, for sure. That's funny. You said that because I think it was 20, 2021. My friend group, we went to skiing for the first time because mm -hmm. we so were trying fun. to figure out things to do. And I you talk about luxury and, you know, being a young black girl and not realizing like that was huge. I never thought I would go skiing. Yes. Now I'm like, when are we going back? Like it's been a year, but we've been so busy in the winter months, but it's like, yeah, you saying like, you might find a new hobby. Like I can't wait to go back skiing. Sledding and, is everything. Yes. <laughs> and those two. Yes. Like it's so, even though I just asked my, my daughter the day, you want to go sledding? No, I do not like the snow. 
the kids, the kids are so different now. They are real different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we, you talked about community, which is big for me. You talked about friendship. So what, how, how important is friendship on your journey and, and like in your community? Listen, so <laughs> during the pandemic, of course, I'm just buying books and reading them, but mm-hmm. I came across this book. Um, it's my, it's, it's my go-to. Mm. Um, all about love by bell hooks okay it's i'm gonna get that so i'm gonna get that so i can put it in the show notes too so when i'm done all about love by bell hooks it is a great book it teaches okay. you about the different types of love and okay. in this book she talks about um friendships okay and so for me some just to be transparent i will always feel as though why am i grieving um mm. why am i struggling with the loss of this friendship more than I would be over a romantic relationship. Mm. And then she touches based on that. She, she, it's just so beautiful. I don't even want to give the book away, but yeah. it's, we just, don't get this book. it's just so beautiful how she broke it down as far as like how in community and friendships, we have different roles and things like we yeah. have different expectations. Whereas in a romantic relationship, you expect some things to go haywire a little mm-hmm. bit, some level of chaos or something but she breaks it down to why sisterhood is extremely important Mm. and I feel so validated because Mm. I thought like Kina you've been through so many different types of friends and it's okay because so many different versions of you needed different types of friends yeah even if I don't speak to some people to this day or excuse me not speak to don't have a relationship with these people I don't hate them it's yeah. okay it's all a part of the journey like yes we just, oh, oh, we you have, made me cry we're, and it's because we need to talk more about it you yes know, it's we like, do this person has been that has not been aligned with where i am right now and oh it's, my god it's okay yeah it, it will be okay yeah my Dang. sister told me we fact, we left together my sister and i she went to the army and i moved to philly so she's been in service eight years i've been in philly for eight years she was just like you know not everybody's gonna be able to go with us and i'm like whatever i don't know what she's talking about you know my friends are gonna be my friends like all gonna my cousins are all gonna come and visit me listen come on life, <laughs> life was life and when life. i thought i needed a lot more than what I actually need. I needed, mm. needed these things to happen to me. To, so it happened for me, not yeah, to me. You. you know, so. Yes. Girl, we're going to have to have a whole nother conversation. On, I, I, yeah, on friendship. <laughs> on, like you said, we don't have these conversations enough. And you talking about that grieving of a friendship. That's so yeah. serious. It's serious. It's especially as you're growing Mm -hmm. um, and knowing that you two, you are aligned with certain people and it's like, oh my God, am I leveling up? So I don't need this person. No, no, you're, you've, you've outgrown. Even if it's you, even if it's for the time being, even if it's forever. And that is hard, especially when you people know, like just like in a relationship, people know it's you two, and then it's like, oh, I don't see this person in pictures with her no more. Like, oh, like it's hard. Like all of it is hard. Mm-hmm. So for you to even touch that little bit, like I touch my, <laughs> it's happening. 
it's happening. Yeah. And not everybody can go. Not everybody can go. And I think we all need to get better at just communication around it. Like you don't have to hate people. You don't have to X, Y, and Z, but sometimes just accepting that this person is not aligned for the next chapter Mm -hmm. or to walk alongside me in my journey. And I've even learned that some of the people whom I've known for a very long time, they don't know how to be the friend to me that to the woman that I am today. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you just dropping all. It's just is what it is. Ugh. Half the battle is knowing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can't fault you because you're being you, but mm-hmm. I don't need that level of friendship right now. I need a little bit more of X, yeah. Y, and Z, or I need yeah. you to be, you know, I need to be able to have certain kind of conversations with yeah. you. I need you to hold me accountable. I need you to. Yeah. 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 That is. Ooh. I hope. Oh, y'all better watch all of this because this is just all so good. I love mm. it. So let's talk about your brand. I have a few questions okay. I like to ask before we wrap up, but I definitely want to talk about your brand um, because you are like, you, I love how you, how passionate you are about being a black woman. I think it is. It, and I don't. And to break that down for somebody who doesn't understand, like there's that we're all ha- proud to be black and we have different levels. Just like you said, there's different levels of black excellence, but you literally just exude this. Like I am a black queen and you don't even have to say anything. It's just even in your presence. And I don't even know if you know that, but that is, that is so, that is such an honor, honestly, because it just speaks volumes. It just does. That's, that's, that is representation. You know, that Mm -hmm. is, that's what I instilled. That's what I desire. That's what I wanted. Yes. Yeah. Coming up like, "Mm, not feeling it. So to know that I'm have that impact on others. I'm grateful. You're welcome. I'm so serious. And so you have a whole brand called busy being Brown, right? Busy being Brown. So tell me (laughs) about that. And I'm, I'm assuming we're talking about all this, like with you love your love of our culture. Like, tell me about the brand and how it came about. Definitely. So busy being brown. I, I wordplay a lot. I write. Um, so it came about with me playing around with some words, probably writing something somewhere. And then I got to thinking, like, I'm busy. You know, I'm always on a move or I'm a being. So mm. it's, it's way deeper than like, I am a being. We are all Come on, human experience, you know? So however people choose to identify X, Y, and Z, we're all beings at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. And the brown came from, the brown came from that's because that's that's what I am, you yeah. know? It, it did not take away from my blackness. Yeah, yeah. But in that time with me identifying with myself and creating my brand, like, I would always hear, look how brown you are. You're so brown. And I mean, I am like, you know, so it, it goes back to like the brown people, the, the black and brown yes. people. But I had to choose, you know, yeah. I had to choose. So it started off with me just blogging. It started mm-hmm. off with me attending networking events. It started off as me being accountable for getting into the community here and mm-hmm. putting myself out there on a level and exposing myself. Mm-hmm. It started off with that. I... I got in some rooms, honey. I got in some major rooms. It I was moving it. fast. It was I moving very it. fast. And 
I was like, whoa, this thing is about to get bigger than me. It's about to get bigger mm. than the note, the note section in my iPhone. Oh, you're just like, it, I'm so emotional. No, because you know what? I never shared this story. Mm. It was getting so big. I'm, I just, that's my baby. <laughs> I get it. It's my baby. I and get it. I was going to events. I was having, I was connected, very well connected, still is, you know, to the community, to people in other places, higher places. And mm-hmm. it's just beautiful just being myself, Davina, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. being me. Mm-hmm. I felt so. Expected. Girl, I cannot. I'm like literally. <laughs> no, I felt so accepted. Mm. And I just was showing up as me. You hear people say, I just want to be me. I just want to show up as me. No, I literally, in being form, in human form, in kina form, was showing up as me and I was accepted. I love it. I was on fire. I you couldn't stop me. Like, it turned it up a notch. I mean, you're talking about this little brown girl from Erie with glasses and you know what I'm saying? I'm just yes. like, just struggle with being even accepted on a whole, on a beauty scale, mm. popping out and just folks loving on you left and right. And I'm like, me? me? I get it. I get I in. Get I'm, it. I'm accepted. I'm, you know, I'm elevating in. Yes. It was just on time again, divinely on time. Yes. So yes. one of the reasons why I will share this, I, one of the reasons why I decided to take a step back was first and foremost, it was getting very, it was, it became a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just fell back and I'm like, well, you need a plan plan. You need a plan plan. You need to be able to identify exactly which way, what you want your business to look. How do you want it? To, how do you represent it? Because it, it was not just cute fits or blogs or events and things like and I'm not there's nothing wrong with that because I was a part of um my brand but I'm like I want this thing to be a lot larger I want it to be able to the longevity of my brand yeah yeah and so I had to take a step back of like you got to do this the right way yeah and it's okay to take those steps back to align yourself with the different versions of where you are to do things the appropriate way because it's there's no right way and I had to tell myself that coming from where I'm from I'm teaching myself I'm exposing myself mm-hmm. I'm having these experiences there is no right way it's mm-hmm. the Kina way it's everything is divinely on time mm-hmm. and so let's do it the appropriate way yes oh this is so good <laughs> I, I'm gonna hold you I wish we would have did this live because people need to hear this in real time but it's okay because when they see they going this is just this is I'm so filled up and I think for me hearing you say all this as I'm you talk about that your brand is your baby like it I'm is. like I got my two kids and divinely crown is my third child like I eat sleep and breathe this thing and I was telling you before I got on about um an award I just got and yes. what I kind of felt about it and <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to process that. Like, listen, you talk about manifesting. I pray, prayed this. I talked, I spoke this for years. I spoke about, I've been speaking about this brand before it was a full brand. And it's like to see everything, like you said, coming so fast. I'm like, wait, 
wait, are you sure I deserve this? Am I supposed to be happy? Is it all like, because it's like, wow. And for you to like, kind of be saying you have that you're sharing your experience. It's like, for me personally, it's like, wow. Like she, I get, I'm glad to hear this right now. Cause I, I needed that. So thank you for sharing. I'm, I'm happy I can share. I'm happy I'm in a better place of sharing. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm sure everything is not for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just grateful to be honored and honored to be, to have this opportunity to do so and to see the way that you're doing it. Like you are doing it the appropriate way. Like you're God. doing it. Like you, the, your support is coming from people you probably never even knew existed. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's how you know it's divine. I'm serious. Like it's coming from all over. When I, when I would say my brand name, people would be like, wait, what you say? And I'm like, there goes attention that I don't like, you know, yeah. I don't like attention <laughs> and people will never know that about me. Yeah, like, deep, no, legit. The anxiety on the inside, people would never, I'd be like, my anxiety comes out and just being really loud and very hyper. And so, but yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm so proud of you. It's happening. I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for the motive, the inspiration you have set inside of me Oh, um, to be able to, you know, continue to find balance and learn balance. But yeah. I also can say this while a lot of people want you to do things the way that others may be doing things, do it the way that you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they think just because I took a break from a major break from social media to an extent or a major mm-hmm. break from um, taking some time to get things in order for busy being brown that I'm not doing anything. Oh no, I'm very connected with the inspiration. Oh, I, I believe it. Herself, yeah. Put myself in position to remain inspired. That is what mm-hmm. fuels me. Yes. So, I mean that and a little wine, but yeah. <laughs> and that's all right. Okay, that's to, all right. I definitely feed myself um, mm-hmm. through inspiration and doing the things that I my moments of joy. Yes. So. The wheels are turning. They are. They are. So I always ask a few questions. Like I said, I go just with the flow and this has flowed so divinely. (laughs) Okay. I just am so filled up. This is the, I couldn't have asked for a better first interview of the new year. You were actually first of 2023. Oh, wow. First of season two. Okay. Oh, wow. Come on, sis. Oh, wow. (laughs) So that's the pressure, honey. That pressure. Ain't no pressure, girl. You setting the bar. You setting the bar. (laughs) But I always like to ask a few questions. And the first one, while we're talking about, um, you know, just you know, being able to be your true self. Um, Divinely Crown is all about confidence. Um, and I know we're all on our different journeys of confidence. Um, so I always like to ask, like, what is confidence? look like or mean to you i wouldn't be here if i did not have the level Mm. of confidence i would not be here Mm -hmm. and i mean all of me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i really was not able to accept my beauty and my beauty Mm -hmm. standards until kind of like mid-20s wow yeah that's late in the game. 
listen, I'm right there. So I get it. And it's not it. that I didn't have people telling me. It's not that, you know, but it's, mm-hmm. it's from self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It yeah. comes from self. Yeah. Confidence is the fuel. Confidence yeah. is like the country fair gas. Like, yeah. I mean, not maybe not the country fair gas, but country, you know, the gas we That's, need. Yeah, yeah. Confidence is it. And I just wouldn't be here. So one thing I can say that um, I have done throughout the years is I removed access from people. Mm. I removed people's access who I felt was conflicting to my confidence. Mm. You want to elaborate? I mean, you don't got to get into your own personal, but like maybe for somebody who might be struggling to do that, what you got to say to them about that? I would say pay attention, assess, Mm. and if it's still making you feel away, and I'm not talking about the whole jealousy thing. I'm talking about just if it makes, if it makes you not be your best self, not allow you to be your best self, mm-hmm. find a place to put that. Mm. You can take That's it to good. the Goodwill. You can take it to the trash night on Wednesday. <laughs> you can even either give it to somebody else, but it don't belong over here. Mm. I love this. This is just so good. I love because it. if you start to, if my confidence become in, affected, that messes with my creativity. Yeah. That messes with my money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. And messes with your life pretty much. <laughs> Most importantly, to be honest, it messes with my well-being. Yeah. 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 So yeah. And you even talking real quick about how um, you know, you didn't find out late into like your 20s. That's not late because honest, I mean, I'm a whole confidence coach. There's people from young to old that need my need my services because they don't have that. And I'm like, listen, I was I was in my 20s. It wasn't until I had my daughter. I had low self-esteem all the way up until I had my daughter, which was in my 20s. And I'm like, if it wasn't for her, who knows what I would be feeling about mm-hmm. myself? Because I knew I had somebody who needed to be able to look up to me and see what it's like to be a strong person who loves themselves Mm -hmm. so I was like I have this little girl who's gonna look up to me I don't want her have to feel like she has to look other other places Mm -hmm. before her mom to to understand and now my child has more confidence than I ever had just even by why how I'm moving in the world she's like it's literally a reflection and being able to say like I I found my confidence for her and how her now being a reflection it's like okay i love to hear yeah so it's like and and then like i said with that it's people that are older than me my age that are still looking for that and i want everybody as much as they can to be able to feel this because like you said it's literally how you you can be more creative and so many things like you need confidence to do do. it's it's the fuel confidence is It's my my fuel. I would mm-hmm. say, I would say for me, it would be love, joy, mm-hmm. confidence, yes. and that those are things that fuel me. And yeah. a little bit of creativity here and there, but yeah. that comes after I make sure I have all of that. You know, yeah. so yeah. it's um, 
It's necessary. And, it and define your own beauty standards. Yes, thank you. Define your own beauty standards because yes. not one day am I going to wake up and my face is going to look different. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little how I started to see myself. Yeah. 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 And it was on from there. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I love that. So I always have this big question. Okay. Um, as we talk about our journey, and this question I've started since all my interviews because, and it started when I was reflecting on my event that I had for those who might not have been following me. This is the first time you're listening. I had an event for my brand called a Sip and Slay Soiree back in October of 2022. Yes, you did. And during that event, um, I literally, oh, after the event, I posted the little girl in me was set free at that event. And it's because that little insecure girl, I just felt like she was running all around and that like her spirit was just running all around. So I always like to ask this question. What would you tell young Kina at this age you're at now with everything you've learned and the journey and the experiences you've had up until now, what would you tell little Kina right now? <laughs> the the version that you don't got to get the because you know there's you don't have to get too in deep but you know what would you tell her you know what Davina I've always been connected to my inner child mm, I love that I'm not straight away from her and I think that is what keeps me so grounded yes like to know me is to know like this girl played too much, but other people are like that girl's mean. She's always so serious. <laughs> but the folks who know me just like, you know, what day are you going to grow up? Yeah. You know? I'm very much so connected to my inner child mm -hmm. and it's just a beautiful experience. So I just want to say that the thoughts that I was having, I wasn't crazy. The mm. music that I wanted to listen to, I listened to it. I'm making music. You know what I'm saying? I'm writing yeah. the, the, I'm a, I'm a part of what I manifested. I'm a yeah. part of like the life that I wanted to live is happening. Mm, I love it. So, being a first in this position for one of the leading hospitals in pediatric care, Come you on. knew you was going to be the first somewhere. You know what Come I'm saying? On, like Viv. you knew. Yeah. I knew. Yes. So I just want to affirm her and say, mm, thank you for her. never letting someone make your dreams feel too big or too small. Wow. And I'm very humble. And I said, when I come home, I drive past my old homes or yeah. I try to see somebody or old friend or two, but it's definitely a very humbling experience to, I never will forget where I came from. Yeah. Yes. So she's, I'm, I'm still with her. She, we still rocking and rolling. Oh. Rocking and rolling, and we still wear purple. Yes, I need to wear. I'm like purple's my favorite color, and purple's it's my, my favorite color. And I need to wear more purple. Like, what is wrong with me? I'm I wore purple for my event, and I'm like, I need to be wearing this more. Like, it all the time. It definitely does something to it you. Reminds you of the royal. Yes. yes, and that was my theme. That was my theme. So, 34 for me is the year of knowing what to do. Yes. 34 is my year of yes. Yes. And 34 is my year of letting others in. Okay. So it's happening. 
Yeah. It is. I mean, special with this interview. Yes. yes. So this was an honor for myself as well. Yes. It's I happening. Love it. I love it. <laughs> so this has been amazing. And I always like to kind of leave the the royal throne for you to share anything I might not have asked you that you wish I would have said. Anything, the plot, the floor, the, the throne is yours. Is there anything else you would like to say before we wrap up? I would like to say again, thank you for this opportunity. You're welcome. You're welcome. I want to say if ever I could be of service please feel free to reach out to me directly. Mm-hmm. And if I had the capacity to do so. Oh, I, I love that. Available. Yes. Um, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm extremely honored. Honestly, this, I, this does numbers for me. I'm honored. And I would say for other people in our community, hometown or other places, Keep dreaming. Dream big. Mm-hmm. Ask big. Be specific in your ask. Be yeah. very specific in your ask. And I want to say something like, you know, I'm all about my peace. Mm-hmm. But on the first, I really had, you know, it's time to self-assess. And I was just like, okay, you know, you've mastered. Everyone knows don't mess with Kina Peace. Mm-hmm. So now my thing is like, how to maintain my peace. Mm. So you have to be specific in the ask. Mm-hmm. Um, accountability mm-hmm. and just getting back in community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and communication like just just communicate yes and those may seem like it's easy but the tools are out there yeah yes yes oh this was just like i said i'm filled all the way up. I'm filled. So, and I always like to give my queens their flowers because yes. you, so I got to give you yours first <laughs> and foremost. Just thank you. Thank you no, thank for you. Appreciate it. allowing me the honor and privilege to interview and, and hear about um, even a part of your journey because you have a beautiful journey and I just have loved to hear it. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) So just thank you for being you. Thank you for inspiring me through these years, even from far away. Thank you for cheering me on and genuinely, I always, I use that word so much, genuinely supporting and seeing me, um, and I see you, Black Queen, okay? <laughs> I see you. I'm proud of you. I can't wait to see what you do next. And we will be connecting. Divinely Crowned yeah. and Busy Being Brown yeah. will be collaborating, okay? <laughs> yes. One day, it's going to happen. And thank you, Takina, for yes. this amazing divine conversation um i'm so excited that this was our like beginning of all the conversations to come um thank you guys for whenever you tune in and listen to this um a few things i want to remind you of if you are in the eerie area we are having divinely crowns having their next event the sip and not sip and slay oh my god the lovers and friends soiree which will be on February 11th. This is not for just couples. This is for your lovers 
And if you just have friends, bring your homies, bring your girls, just come and enjoy love and positivity as we get ready to really fully start the new year. So that's February 11th. So next month, get your tickets on Eventbrite. And also, I don't know if you're in Erie, I don't know if you've heard, but Divinely Crowned has been named the best podcast black podcast in Erie PA um with the Erie's Black Wall Street's very first green light award. So thank you to those who this let me first tell you guys for those who don't know this awards is a new awards that's honoring black businesses in different categories. At the end there was a fill in category and Divinely Crown Conversations was consistently picked for best podcast. So I am truly grateful for those of you who have watched, listened, gave feedback and felt that you that I deserve this award. Like I'm so honored and humbled and I appreciate you guys so so much. Um but yes, yeah, so don't forget to like this podcast, subscribe to it, tell a friend to tell a friend and come join the queendom. So until next time, remember you are divinely crowned. Bye. <laughs>